Welcome to A Time to Rebuild, the podcast that explores the impact of crime from incarceration to positive transformation and everything in between. Mick Cronin. Mark Wilson. Mark Wilson. Yep, let's 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 just make something really clear. One of the things that's been fed back to us the most have to me, which are, which I'm not surprised at, but at the same time, it took a, it took a few days for this to actually like kind of come about, and you came about with a force that um, people were asking why I call you Mac instead of Mac. Um, which we had a general laugh about um, <laughs> because of my accent. But then I thought, oh, yeah, that must be a couple of people. But then, you know, um, other people have been giving me feedback and going, yeah, you know, that you, you, and, uh, you and Mac have a really good chemistry. I was like, who's Mac? So, <laughs> so yeah, I, um, I have to uh, say sorry for that, mate. Um, I am trying to say Mac, <laughs> but obviously um, coming across uh, from the microphone into people's uh, headphones, ear- earphones and everything else, it's coming out as Mac. <laughs> You know what? It's actually got a nice ring to it. You like it? Yeah, I think I might adapt it. Uh, well, I can tell you, right? I've learned one thing. I, I think Mac is a much more fun guy than Mac. <laughs> Big Mac. So, yeah, just think about it. Like, yeah. If you want to go with it as your you know, podcast uh, media name, <laughs> you could go far worse than Mac. But, yeah, let's just make it straight. I am trying to say Mac. Yep, yep. I can't, and I will say now, um, full disclosure, there could be many other words that I might say that you think it's something else. So please uh, just listen back to it because it might be I'm not saying what you think I'm saying. That's it. Well, me and Mick decided to uh, run a kind of season review uh, with the podcast. Now, it's been a very busy year for a lot of people, including us. I don't think we realize the amount of work that goes into creating one of these nope nope just a bit of insight i think we allocated myself one day a week to do this that's right that's right so how hard could it be yeah. how hard could it be so that had to change pretty quickly yeah but it's it's just been a whirlwind the last couple of months a really good one really positive yeah absolutely and and yeah, you're right like you you know you we we had you know we have an idea we walk an idea we walk in a concept and we start to flesh it out and we think oh we can do it this by this point and this point but it it um you know hats off to everyone else is doing podcasts just straight oh. away because um yeah like i think we were a little bit naive in that yeah. one um coming in thinking yeah we just roll in and record how hard could it be but there's so many layers to it so i think it's been an amazing learning uh, mm. and i think the one thing that i'd say that we did was we took our we took our time at, at key moments to say look we're not going to push this because we obviously want to deliver something that we thought was quality and mm. um, impactful and and something that would relate to uh you know an educational and related for the listeners to relate to as well because a lot of topics we speak about are, are quite new to, to people some of them are challenging and ourselves so like we've learned a heap yeah over the time and, and i think that's the beauty of it we are still curious and we will continue to be curious which hopefully will lead to uh you know the young people um you know giving us more really enlightening Enlightful, um, you know, stories and yeah. understanding of the, you know, their lives and what they've been through. Absolutely, and at the end of the day, the young guys that we're interviewing, they're our colleagues, and we obviously know a bit of their background. But it's not until you sit down and have these conversations that some went for a couple of hours, yes. you go, "Wow." That's right. That's the other other thing that people think we might just get. You know, we have a we started, remember, and we said, "Yeah, episodes." 
yeah, 25 minutes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yep. short jab. Um, and we realized after the first one, we go, how long were we talking for? An hour and a half. So yep. I think then that was, you know, I think that was the, the key as well, is just kind of not putting pressure on ourselves as well and just seeing where it kind of landed at. Yeah. And now we kind of know it's within that 45 minutes to an hour. Mm. Um, but yeah, you could talk for more. Like we, you know, it's incredible. We have to like stop at some stages and mm. go, that's enough because uh, you just want to hear more and more. Um, so there's a lot of um, material that people don't hear um, that we speak to them about uh, as well because we can't just all fit it in. Mm. Mm. What would be your biggest learnings uh, from this process? Biggest learnings? God, there's been so many. There's been, there's been a lot of them, hasn't there? And I'd say... One of the things has been, it's not surprising, but it's really warming was just how well received it has been from people, but also how um, enjoyable of a process it has been for the young people that we've interviewed. Because one of our, you know, um, priorities is to make sure that, the, you know, well-being and health is 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 um a primary for for our young people so when they come in we know they're disclosing a lot of stuff they're they're opening themselves up a little bit as well and and you know some of them have never met me and you before you know it's the first time you know and um and obviously you know they like me a lot more but like it's it's takes them a while to warm to you but once they warm to you i think um then we're kind of all right but they, they you know one of the things is we have you have case managers that check in check you know yeah. before we work with them before we work with them during it and we you know we might stop at times and, and have a chat while we're doing the interviews and then afterwards and we were really kind of making sure that like god i hope that you know that the young people are okay and, and that but the feedback that we've got from them and through our case managers who've been supporting them and their employers and, and you know damien the manager and all that is that they've all really really loved being part of it and um really see the benefit of being part of it yeah. so that was the surprise it's not like they want to just be on a podcast it's like they actually keep saying the words like if i can if, if my story can help others mm. then i'm happy to talk and some of them we felt might be a little bit closed off, but they've all come in really open with that kind of um, kind of attitude towards it, which you know um, is great. And that was one of the, the, the one of the nicest things about it. I, I felt of the whole time. Yeah. What about yourself? Yeah, oh, it goes along those same lines as well. I think what I didn't realise is that how much they would enjoy it, you know. And then you know, even days after having a chat to some of the guys, how like they're buzzing and it's kind of it's kind of opened my eyes up that a lot of them are now beginning to advocate for people in their situation and with everyone like in the crew you know they might have a young guy come out and he's been out of prison for a week you know and instead of just doing the same old you know hi how you going and everything like that they got a lot more passion behind them yeah and getting in there and um and really being being proud of each other, I yeah. think, as well. Um, it's great to see their excitement with it, you know. And I can relate back to when I was studying and everything. And you get into the industry and you just want to you just want to help people and everything. And then you realise very quickly that you can't help everybody, but you know you can hone in um, on a select you know a select group of people, and then. Uh, yeah, you start working at your craft kind of thing. And I feel like they're, they're getting that, that little bit of passion that you get straight after, straight after a study, you know, and, yeah. you, and you start doing it and you realise that you can really, um, you can help other people by A, telling your story uh, and B, just being there to be someone to, to listen to when you need 
when you need help. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There, um, uh, probably the word is empowerment. I think we we kind of said this podcast right. and we talked about, you know, giving people a voice, um, not to defend themselves or to to justify themselves, hmm. but to actually, you know, and I think that's really clear. Like that's that's been really obviously at the forefront. Like it's. It's not about making excuses. It's not about justifying. It's not about that at all. It's about just just being themselves, yep. you know, letting us into their world. What's that like? Because it's quite foreign to a lot of us yep. um, and, and how things have played out for them. Uh-huh. And focusing a little more as well on what they're doing now. So I think, yeah, I think they feel a lot empowered because Rebuild as a business is not, my business it's not your business it's not you know it's, it obviously operates under the ymca but to me it's the young people's business mm. you know and i think that they have a sense of pride that when they're coming in they're part of something special but they're part of something that's going to help people like them when they were in that position and i think hopefully that you know that's kind of coming across in what we're trying to do here as well that when you come on you tell your story it's about helping others. And mm. um, if it's just one person or two people, if it's someone sitting at home that can relate to it, if it's a parent sitting at home going, God, that's when my son was, is at this. And also listen to, uh, you know, as, as we listen to bell, um, which was, which was me was, 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 was amazing to have that, um, different, um, insight from a parent who has a son who's incarcerated. And I think that's, that was a magical kind of insight that we got. Um, so yeah, I think, I, I think that it, you know, they're feeling now that it's it belongs to them as well and they're part of this as well and we just we're just the two guys i got to put up with for you know an hour and a bit just asking them yep. questions yep. um but yeah no that's yeah i think empowerment is, is a big word that comes out of it for them i think yeah and i love before you said you know we have to chop up a lot of the conversation most of it is just us talking in the background yes that's right <laughs> that's right that's right yeah like i think yeah the young people they just Performance, they're fine, yeah, they're, they're absolutely fine. fine. But like, we're the ones that be rambling on as well. But uh, but I think it's also that you want to make sure that you capture it as, as good as we can. And, uh, yeah. and you know, we're we're obviously new to this too, and that's the other part about it. Like, we're all in this together, like, we're we're kind of brand new to this. Obviously, you know, you speak at events and you do presentations and you do all this, and you have that kind of you know, you have that through your career, but um, you know, you want to make sure you're doing the right thing by mm-hmm. them and you're getting the best out of the the interview in a, in a sense that you know they feel comfortable and they're willing to uh, share only what they want to share as well yep. and that's the key as well we don't we're not bringing them down into a direction they don't want to go we we're very you know um supportive in what they can speak about and what they don't want to speak about and generally it's just been an open conversation from start to finish yeah and they're the first ones to hear the episode and then um and they're able to go oh love it yeah don't like it but they've all They've all been really positive with uh, with each of their own episodes. So, yeah, it does, but it doesn't end there. Like, so you know, we're only getting going. So, yeah. so we've done. You know, se- season one is complete after this, and uh, and that's a, a great achievement. So, congratulations, Mark, yeah. on uh, on all your work on that one as well. And um, you too. It's been a pleasure working on on this as well, and it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Which I mm. think is with everything you go to in life, it's got you got to have a bit of fun with it as yeah. well. Um. And we have a lot of fun, but please don't ever think that the fun that we ever have is um, at the expense of anything that is serious or, or, or you know, crime and the effects of that. Because it's not. We work in a very challenging industry, you know. We've, yep. I've been in it for 13 years and, and you've been in it for six, six? six years now. So 
you know, um, you know, in these cases with these young people, like as well, like sometimes you have to have a bit of humor and you yeah. have to have a bit of a laugh at at, at stuff. Um, but you know, um, as I say, we don't we don't really want anyone to think that we're making light of certain situations because we're absolutely not. You know what I mean? We're we're there's no people more passionate or serious about what we do and 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 how we do it. But you know, in life itself. You know, there's a lot of dark things we're going to talk about here and heavy things as well. So mm. we've got to lighten the load sometimes as well. And, and I think that's been um, that's been part of why it's been, you know, probably warmly received as well and, uh, and, and, and really enjoyable for the young people as well. Hello? Mick, Mick, it's Mark. Mark, mate, what are you doing? It's 2 a.m. Mate, I just finished The Queen's Gambit. I don't know if you've seen it. Fantastic film. What, what, what are you hearing me for now? Anyway, anyway, that's beside the point. I need a chessboard. Now? Yes, now. Mate, you keep doing this to me. I can't keep delivering things in person. You know you can go onto the rebuild shop and deliver them online. Do you really need it now? What, what's the rebuild shop again? That's where we sell all the products I keep telling you about. You go on to www.ymcarebuild.org.au and it has all our products and when you order them there Mark they just deliver them to your door they don't, I don't have to deliver them don't have to deliver them at all hang on a minute are you seeing things on the roof? oh yeah right up again Ted not to mention our amazing ads um, that you know are just a standout at the moment that's it bit mixed reviews on the ads yeah, do we, yeah. Do we? <laughs> yeah I, I get that too but you know it, it's perseverance isn't it is that the word <gasps> yeah that like uh, the listener doesn't actually have a say in whether the ads are going to be here <laughs> it's next all us. season it's all us it's all us um, but if anyone's out there listening and they want to come in and then put some ads in um, and they want to you know pay some dollars um, to help our little podcast along then you know where to find us um, we might be able to uh, slip you in in between our magical ads um, yeah that's right <laughs> Um, but yeah, look, but moving forward and, you know, not resting on our laurels, I think mm. we spent this season um, really giving the listener a, a, an insight into the impact we have, the kind of young people we work with, their stories. And um, also, we, you know, spoke to the manager of Rebuild, Damien, who kind of laid it out beautifully for us of what the business is, the mm. social enterprise, which is quite important so people can see the whole impact. So hopefully it's all coming together for the listeners as well about how we you know, do our work in prison, how we engage, how we support, train, and then we, you know, um, pick that up back up in the community and we employ and then we support and we mentor and, and, and that continues on for these young people until they either transition into another job or um, they stay with Rebuild for whatever amount of time as well. So hopefully that's come along uh, in the first uh, season. But moving forward, um, quite excited at what we can probably achieve moving forward into mm. season two. Absolutely. So what do you think, what are we aiming for? Well, we always have high expectations and high, and high um, goals, I think, uh, Mark. But, uh, look, I think if we were to say in season two, I think, you know, we will continue to have um, stories of the young people because that's, you know, it's kind of our essence and our heartbeat and that. And I think it's really important. And, and I know that people enjoy listening to it and we enjoy listening to ourselves. But, you know, we also want to make sure that we're kind of paying attention to the other sides and all the other kind of layers to uh, the justice system here. So, you know, it would be, I know we're in discussions to see if we can potentially um, take the podcast into um, 
into the prison. Um, so we can do some interviews in there and, and kind of explore a little bit of, of you know, the work that's done in the prison as well. Mm. Not just from us, but just how the kind of how it works, like programs and, and other things like that. But yet again, like everything else, we have to kind of wait and walk through that with the right um, authorities to, to make sure that they're comfortable with doing that. But that would be a great thing to do. I think we could mm. have some we could capture some real amazing kind of insights into that. Yeah, and we, and look, we've we've interviewed a lot of guys that that are already outside um, and got you know how they're feeling uh, once getting released. It's a different different kettle of fish when you're uh, when you're sitting in there. Absolutely, um, absolutely. So it would be really good to get a perspective and to create an understanding for everyone what it's really like inside uh, a prison on a on a normal day um, and the stuff that stuff that they're able to do. Obviously, not the freedoms you get on the outside, but what they can do on the inside to prepare themselves for coming back out. So, yeah, one of the other things as well that we're um, excited to do in Series 2 is um, to go overseas. Not us personally, but... um, (laughs) Which which is later on the track um, <laughs> when we get them advertisements in that we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? Is that our phone? The phones are off the line here. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, yeah, one of the things we were going to we wanted to do was to um, maybe get an insight into what other countries are doing and other prison systems um, and judicial systems are doing in regards to programming uh, rehabilitation, social enterprise within prison. So, um, to be able to maybe to interview some people there will be uh, would be a really fantastic thing. So we're working on that too. So that'll be really exciting if that comes off and we can uh, get some really rare insights from some people that have been um, in that system and are really positioned well. Yep. Yeah, and there's a lot of myths around um, the prison systems, you know, here, but also in the States, I think, you know, with people watching uh, America's Hardest Prisons and all that sort of stuff. I mean, that's how I was educated before starting this job. Oh, and obviously the studies. But uh... (laughs) (laughs) studies were on TLC, right? Yeah, no time. That's what you're saying, binging, watching it. Oh, and the studies put that in quick. But, but with like the saturation of that type of media, yeah, um, you're gonna you're gonna form your opinions through those documentary series that you know obviously go for the go for what sells. That is it's true. Like a lot of people, like I've watched them shows, and you know they're really really popular, and people have yeah. this. Ins- oh, they're great. Yeah, people have this insight, and that's what life is like in prison, and, and yeah. it is a, like some of our true reflection. But it would actually be really good if we could talk to people that have actually been through the system who can shed some light on if that is a reality, or if it's close to reality, or if there's other parts of it that are kind of missing as well. Yeah. And what are you looking forward to in season two? What would be what some of the stuff that you want to see us do, or maybe not do? Uh, not do means you do not have me here and you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cut the fat. Um, no, I'm excited. I mean, like, what was so good about this season was to have the time to sit down with uh, some of the young people that we don't necessarily have time to do anymore. Um, but I'm really looking forward to uh, doing the research and seeing what works. You know, we know what our model is really working for us here in Victoria. Mm. Um but I think just expanding our horizons and seeing, you know, what people are doing overseas is obviously going to be great. Um, and I really like to see the the positive side, you know, because if people want to, you know, see that, you know, real gritty side of prison and everything like that, there's a million and one TV shows and podcasts yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But as we said at the beginning when we decided that this is what we wanted to do, our theme is the positive things that are happening and it's some, most of the time get drowned out uh, by the noise created by all the other 
um, forms of media. So I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, hearing more stories of, of young guys that, you know, have come from a really dark place um, and they've changed, they've changed the way that, you know, they were, they were heading. We want this podcast to shed some light and, and to speak to some people that are working within the justice system, whether that is within a prison, whether that is, you know, police, whether that is potential politicians who are, you know, working for, you know, um, to create solutions, because that is what we want to talk about a lot of, is the solutions. We do not want to dismiss the, the past. We do not want to, you know, gloss over that, because that's forming the, the, the foundation of what we're building towards. But we do want to spend a lot more time talking about how we can actually make good in this world or how we can make an impact in this. Rebuild is a shining example of that. But, I, you know, I hope that we can hear from more um, other social enterprises as well and, and other um, prisons and programs that are doing the same. Because really, we spend most of our time just looking at solutions. Yep. Because that's the only way forward. If you if you can't continue to look at new innovative ways of doing things, then you know I think you need to question why you're doing it in the first place. Absolutely. Um, because yeah, same old stuff that just wears after a while, like everything in life. Mm. But if you can continue to evolve and be curious, challenge, and be innovative, then I think yeah, you know, you're gonna find that you can create a lot of great impact and pathways um, for young people that are not doing it too well at the moment. Absolutely. You know, and I think social enterprise as well, it's such a good industry, you know, and it's a, it's a, it's a sector that's starting to really find its feet and move into the mainstream organisations. You know, if, if companies are out there and they want to they wanna get into like using social enterprises, there's so many that are doing great work. Yeah, absolutely. Retail, you jump into homey and linking with them. You know, hospitality, street do amazing things. Yeah, and you got you got um free to feed as well, which is incredible working with um, refugees and and immigrants and stuff like that. And the the greatest I'm like obviously very biased in this, but I'm a massive um believer in what social um enterprises can do and I believe what can be learned from them. Mm. Like God, we're some of the most resilient businesses that are out there. Um because of what we do, you know, the models are around supporting and helping people um, and training them. And also then on top of that, having to turn a profit, mm. you know, and survive. And you look at it in a, in a, in a pandemic and the year that we've been in as well, like, like for social enterprises, like, you know, we were built for that. Mm. Like, it doesn't mean that they, they haven't been hit hard and got, you know, my heart goes out to a lot of them that are, were in them spaces that were hit harder than others. But, you know, you always know that the people that are in it, you know, you can be nothing but admire, like, you know, and have admiration for how they quickly, you know, just go, okay, see what I'm facing. It's going to shake that off. And I'm going to come with this initiative, this initiative, this idea. This is how we can do this. And it's all real selfless stuff as well. Mm. It's not about themselves. It's always about the impact that they can make for others. They just keep thinking of, of the people. And, and I think in this year, in everything that's being rebuilt. And we don't know what we're facing in 2021 either. Like, you know, we've been through a pandemic and, you know, a lot of stuff around JobKeeper and businesses have suffered. So when it goes into that next stage, um, you know, you kind of you kind of feel that, you know, we start to build back as in community. And 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 I think social enterprises have a, could have a major part to play mm. in how um, we move forward in 2021 and way beyond that as well. So I know a lot of people more are looking to them and using them, but um, I think, yeah, 
if we lived in a world where we could have a very high percentage of social enterprises being the business that people um, buy from, purchase from, and uh, and use for social procurement and everything else, I can guarantee the world um, would be in a better place yeah. and there'd be a lot more people, um, families and communities uh, benefic- benefit from that. So that's pretty much uh, wraps it up quite nicely for season one. Um, thanks, thanks everyone for the, your support in this first season. Um, it's been absolutely fantastic uh, with everyone getting behind us. Um, and I'd like to thank Mick as well. Um, I'm not sure what for, but uh, <laughs> but thanks for sitting there. You figure it out. I make you feel good, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's my job. <laughs> But uh, we will see everyone in season two, uh, which should be coming out soon enough. Yeah, so keep an eye on us on social medias and that. We won't be going out of your lives um, completely. Um, and we'll be coming back bigger and better. Absolutely. All right. Thanks very much. Thanks, Mac. This may not work. <laughs> yeah. See, if it doesn't work, yeah. I'll just deal with it. It would actually be better if it doesn't work. Yeah, it might, yeah. It might, <laughs> this is why I want to... Head to www.ymca... YMCA. Oh. Oh, I'll restart that one. Sometimes, all it takes is a helping hand. YMCA Rebuild... There we go, stuffed up already. <laughs> By using Rebuild, you can help positively... Why does that sound... <laughs> Painting and test and tag. Head to YM. Oh, am I supposed to say that as well? Okay. Okay, tag two. Head to www.ymc. No. No. Oh, it looks like. It looks like care build. Okay, YMCA rebuild. Okay. Sometimes all it takes is a helping hand. YMCA Rebuild provides disadvantage. So oh, fuck's sake. YMCA Rebuild provides disadvantage. Oh, f- whilst Simon is. This is a tongue twister. <laughs> Am I. Th- <laughs> By using Rebuild, you can help positively change the lives of you people. They changed mine. Sorry, that was that was. They changed mine. I didn't mean to be like that. That was. Go again, young people, is it? Yeah, young people, not you people. Yeah, it's you people. That's your spelling. We really hope you enjoyed the first season of the podcast. Mick, myself, and the team here at Rebuild are busy working on season two, which is set for release at the end of February. In the meantime. A way of helping us is to subscribe, share with friends, and leave a review. If you want to take that next step, hit up our online store where you can purchase handcrafted wooden products. If you're sitting there going, I want to do everything I can, get a quote for facility maintenance needs at your business. We're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and our website, www.ymcarebuild.org.au. This podcast was produced by Mick Cronin and Mark Wilson. Editing done by Mark Wilson.